We believe that all men are created equal. To the magnificent mosaic that is America. Radio beacon to radio beacon. I have a dream. Change has come to America. Believe me. Help is on the way. Knock, knock. Who's there? Hey. It's a figment of your imagination. Randy Rhodes Show. Turn up your mind. Overnight, FBI investigators searched the California home of the man the FBI says traveled from there to Washington, D.C. to attack a Supreme Court justice. At about 1 o'clock Wednesday morning, police say a man dressed in black with a suitcase and a backpack got out of a taxi in front of the home of Justice Brett Kavanaugh, who lives in suburban Maryland. They say after spotting two federal marshals outside the house, he walked a block away and called 911. Okay, advised he's having suicidal and homicidal thoughts. Police say he told them he came to kill the justice and was armed. While he was still on the phone with police, officers arrived and arrested him. Court documents identify him as Nicholas John Roski, age 26, of Simi Valley, California. They say he was carrying a handgun, ammunition, a knife, pepper spray, and burglary tools. Investigators say he told them he was upset that the Supreme Court might overturn Roe v. Wade and loosen gun laws and that he planned to kill the justice and then himself. Attorney General Merrick Garland, who's a former federal judge himself, said he earlier took steps to increase security for the justices. Threats of violence and actual violence against the justices, of course, strike at the heart of our democracy, and we will do everything we can to prevent them and to hold people who do them accountable. Garland acted after protesters showed up at the homes of Kavanaugh and two other justices following the leak of a draft of the court's abortion ruling. Congress is now considering a bill to provide more money for securing the justices and their families, but last month's murder of a retired Wisconsin judge mm. and the shooting attack at the home of a federal judge in New Jersey nearly two years ago that mm. killed her son have prompted new calls for more security for judges, including a measure now before Congress that would block personal information about judges and their families from the Internet. Investigators say that continues to be a concern. They say that Roski told him that he got the idea of coming to kill Justice Kavanaugh after finding the justice's home address on the Internet. <laughs> I mean, so here's what we now know. This did not happen in Uvalde. This did not happen in Uvalde because if it happened in Uvalde, the police would not have entered. Right. So we know that. And uh, we now know that uh, Brett, Kavanaugh apparently doesn't have guns or doesn't want everybody to have a gun, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I know he has beer. I know he has that. But does he have a gun, right? Does he have a gun? He's got armed guys now standing on his lawn is uh, what's going on here. So we need protection now for judges. We need protection now for doctors. Yeah, Doctors, we're going to need protection for women now. We're going to need protection. I mean, this this whole thing, it's like, uh, you know, the whole country is swirling around the drain, everybody, swirling around the drain. So I hope everybody is going to have at least one shared experience. One, tonight. I hope we have one shared experience in our culture that, uh, you know, forces people who care about democracy, and by democracy, I mean the fact that a majority of people can influence the uh, country in which they toil and live and send their kids to school 
by voicing their opinions at polling places during elections and having them count. That would be democracy. It's all up for grabs, you know. The whole, the whole system is breaking. The whole thing is falling apart. And it's falling apart because of a, a minority of people. And uh, that, is, that is just a message that I hope everybody uh, understands and ingests and, and digests and actually understands and that the understanding leads you to voting where maybe you didn't think it mattered or maybe you forgot to register. Do it now. Go ahead. Do it now. Two things you need to do now. You need to make sure you register to vote because it's coming. It's coming. We're going to have our midterm elections. And I got a funny feeling after everybody has this shared television experience, which we all desperately need in this country. You know, it's funny because Brett and I were talking about uh, the siloing of how we ingest our entertainment. You know, it started with a, uh, you know, he comes in and, you know, we, we exchange uh, pleasantries. How you doing? Okay, good. What are you doing? What are you doing? Did you get caught in that storm? No, I just missed it. Okay, great. Uh, you know, and then uh, we downshift into, you know, television watching. And, uh, you know, I don't watch that much. I just don't. I don't have time. But Jessica was here. <laughs> and she's the television producer is what she does. And so she made me watch something she thought that I would be interested in, knowing that I'm, uh, you know, fascinated with documentaries and murder mysteries and things of that nature. And so she made me watch this uh, Colin Firth thing. Uh, what's her name? Uh, Col- 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 you know. Who Is I'm. it uh, uh, Col- uh, Tony Collette? Yes. Yes. This uh, Colin Firth, t- uh, Tony Collette dramatization of a documentary that a lot of people watch called The Staircase about this crazy murder uh, and like who done it? It's a it's a great who. So you know, I started watching. So I t- started telling Brett, you know, that oh, he said I, I already watched the documentary and I already watched all the episodes and blah blah. And I said, see, see, this is this is what I'm talking about. That we don't have these shared experiences anymore. Where and, and we were talking. And then he said, don't you miss you know like um, uh, uh, the the movie reviewers? Uh, you know, don't you? Siskel and Eber. I brought up Siskel and Eber because yeah. of this. Yeah, that's right. And, I, and there would be no place in this world for a Siskel and Ebert anymore because we're not all going to the movies to see the big movie this weekend or next weekend or the weekend after. And it's not because of COVID. It's because things are released now on the TV and we binge watch those things. Or if it's a movie, you know, we wait until it's streaming so we can watch it in the house, you know, and stuff like that. So we don't have any of these shared experiences. And part of the magic of movies is that you have, you know, about 300 people in a dark theater, all sharing in an experience. You could hear other people. You could hear them go, right? You can hear the people who've already seen the movie, spoil it for you, go, don't look in the basement. You know what I'm saying? And we were talking about people that do that and how horrible and heinous they are and blah, blah, blah. And that we both know somebody, uh, you know, that does it. But we don't have a pop culture anymore because we don't share in any of our entertainment experiences. We don't, you know, the closest thing, and this is why I still love live music. This is why I still love concerts. But, you know, I am spoiled. I've been, a, you know, a, a radio person, let's just put it that way, my entire life. And I'm very used to, 
you know, backstage passes and pre-shows and post-shows. And I'm very used to, you know, being in the front row or the third row or the sixth row, right? And I have a preference, you know, I like to be in about the 16th row. You're far enough away uh, where you can see the whole stage, but you're close enough to actually get hit by sweat. It's very fabulous, the 16th row. So that's my that's my uh, jam. Okay, but, you know, that's the only shared experience that most Americans have together anymore because Brett's watched The Staircase already, you know, like months ago, and I'm just watching it now, and I'm only up to episode four, so all I know is, you know, what happened in Germany. I don't know the... And I haven't seen the documentary yet, which I will watch. But tonight is different. Tonight is different in that... In that, ABC, NBC, CBS, uh, CNN, MSNBC, not Fox, will be airing the first January 6th hearing, the very first one, and millions of us will be watching it together unless you're so slick that you literally are going to wait you know, record it or, and, and stream it back to yourself or watch it on the C-SPAN, on the re I don't know. But this is the closest we will get to a shared experience in America in 2022. You know, that 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 is just such a strange thing that we are so siloed, not just in our news intake, not just in our social media feeds, but in our entertainment and in, you know, like hearing serious, ser- like Watergate, okay? The entire country watched it together, landing on the moon, which some of you think was fake, cause you're crazy, but we watched it together.